Hello and welcome to another episode of Devil in the Detail podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host in Dill. Hello, how are we doing boys and girls? I am Deck, and today we've got a jam-packed full episode. We're going to talk about how football has come home and the Lionesses have brought it home. We're going to talk about United and the preseason friendly yesterday against Rayo Vallecano. I still don't know if I'm saying that right, to be honest. I'll uh, say Vallecano if you want to be a bit... Nah, Come I think on. I'll stick what with the Brexit. You speak Portuguese. Strong yeah, it's Spanish, isn't it? Man of culture, same thing, <laughs> isn't it? Foreign mock, all the same. Yeah, table prediction of the, the full Premier League table. We're going to do a Brighton preview before we answer a few questions uh, from the listeners. Um, so, yeah, where, where else to start other than the Lionesses? Um, they did yeah. bring it home where they did yeah. one better than the men's Yeah, against Germany as well. Absolutely class. That was good. No, yeah. that was nice. Yeah. So what, what did you think to the match? And I guess, you know, what this means for the, the I guess, what we mean for women's football in, in yeah. England? Yeah, well, the first thing I want to say is I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of women's football, but I've never really watched women's football. So for me to be emotionally invested in it, like it was England's men's team is, is, is hard. Like I really wanted to get into it and be up for it. But when they scored the win, I was like, oh, nice. Well done. Like, I, I don't know. It's just a bit of a weird one for me because I don't feel any connection towards the players or the manager or anything. Do you know what I mean? But in terms of the main thing for me is what it does for women's football, what it does for football in the country is on a whole, like hopefully it inspires more girls to get into football, play football, more women to get into football, to watch football. And, you know, there might be a bit more funding in the area and it'll bring it more into the public eye. So that's the main thing I can get, I think will come from it. You know, more funding for women's grassroots football, getting them on decent wages. Like I think this England manager who won the Euros yesterday is the first England manager to be the full-time one, which is mental. Up until a few years ago, women's football, women footballers were playing, you know, one or two game a week, games a week like the men's team were, but they were having to have other jobs because they couldn't do it as a full-time job. So hopefully this is the start of something new, start of more people getting into women's football. Even me watching a bit more women's football and broadening my horizons. I think that's the main thing to come from it. I mean, it is a shame that England have done this amazing thing and won the Euros. And the only thing people are talking about is like, hopefully this gets people respecting women's football more, which shouldn't be the case, but it's just a sad reality of it. But well done to the girls. It was it was a decent game. It was a little bit scrappy. Um, the first finish from Toon, who plays for United, I believe, was yeah. was class. Um, and I'm just glad we won because it was Germany in a final. It doesn't matter if it's men's, women's, or fucking cats playing. I always thought we'd lose yeah. because it's Germany. But they got the job done and they avoided penalties, which, you know, is always good. We would definitely England. lost, though. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think, well, Germany as well, they, apart from the, the last Euros, uh, which I think Netherlands won, they won it six times on the bounce. So they are one of certainly the best historical like European women's yeah. football nation. Um, yeah, so six to- tournaments on the b- bounce. Uh, yeah, I think it-, it has become. I think women's football has become a lot more popular in recent years. You've seen like Sky Sports, yeah, like the, the new camp football, like that's amazing. Yeah, and advertising like the fans of Barcelona, are, like, advertising fans of Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. And advertising what, during the men's game, you see the the women's football advertised, which you, you wouldn't have done like 
five years ago. Yeah, it's, it's mentioned in the same breath now, isn't it? Like, this sounds really stupid and benign, but like, when you get a Sky Sports notification, it tells you about the WSL games that are on this week or what games have got. Like, do you know what I mean? It yeah. gets the same amount of publicity, which is really good. And fair play to like Sky and, you know, the broadcasters for pushing that. Yeah. But, yeah. And, um, yeah, it has developed. And I think competitiveness will will help. Like I said, <clears throat> Germany won it six times on the bounce. I mean, yeah. it's with with Netherlands winning it now was that competitiveness will drive just interest, I think, in all of Europe, yeah, not necessarily I, this country. I think that's one of the big problems with it. Like when you look at the WSL, there's a top couple of teams like United. I know United aren't the best, but City, Chelsea, Arsenal, United. I might be wrong. I might be forgetting a team, but after that, after you go past that, the drop off in quality is massive. Like City's women team beat Panmo's teams four 0 every week. And it always used to be Wolfsburg or Lyon winning the Champions League every single season because those were the teams that put the most money into it. So hopefully it's the same with a with a club game as well, you know, because no one wants to see a league where it's just the first four teams battering everyone and that's it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. even then, there's a massive gap between the likes of City and Arsenal to like United and Chelsea. I think so. Yeah, hopefully it can bring on a bit more change, bring in a bit more funding and. Clubs actually back the women's team more. Like we, I think we spoke about this on the podcast in the past, or at least I've made a video on it. Like I think it was last season or the season before, which is one of United's first seasons in the WSL. They were being forced to train at like the old training ground, I think the Cliff, which yeah. wasn't really fit for purpose. They were having to go to Portaloose off-site, like half a mile away, to use a toilet for an elite-level women's football team that's playing in the Champions League every week, and these players are European champions now, half of them. It's absolutely mental to think the lack of funding that's been put into it. Like, Man United's one of the biggest and richest clubs in the world, like, in terms of revenue. And we didn't have a women's team until, like, three, four years ago. Yeah. Which is, which yeah, is crazy, isn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. How mental is that? Yeah. Yeah. I... So hopefully, hopefully some change happens. But big up to the girls. Enjoy it. Drink it in. And let's see if we can go two for two in December, eh? Probably it's... not. Probably not. But yeah, no. I love the optimism there. Yeah, so on to, um, there was another match that was uh, on equally yesterday as Equally as entertaining, well. I'd <laughs> yeah. say, yeah. Equally as important, now, joking. Um, but yeah, definitely not equally as entertaining. Uh, the United versus Rayo Vallecano. That's Italian, but uh, I'm going to go with that anyway. I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> man, man of culture. Um, so there were a few talking points from that game. I mean, the first one being this absolute... Actual like massive hysteria. Well, first of all, the match was one all, but you know there wasn't that many. I didn't even watch it. I'm not gonna lie. I not? watched twenty. I watched twenty minutes of the first half, and I thought, "Fuck this." Yeah, the end. Oh no, I think I just made tea or what the dog. Like, I'm genuinely not interested. It was so bad. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't the best quality of games. In fact, they almost scored after like ten seconds. It was, it was Did unreal. Oh, mate, they kicked Their off. Fans are mad as well, by the way. Did you see the fans? Yeah, some of them got like kicked, kicked out. Yeah. Or, Dan sent me a video of it, you know, Dan, that we yeah. met in London. And he um, they, he was sat near the away end, and there was probably like a thousand at least. And he had flags that were setting off flares and all sorts. It was like a Champions League last 16 game or something. A bit much. But that. it is big for them, isn't it? It is a big thing for them. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure they're still in the Liga, but yeah. they're one of the poorer sides. Yeah. So coming to Old Trafford for a small club like that probably is pretty cool. And scoring a goal, like they might never, ever see that again. So, you know, don't put them down, Deck. I don't know who you think you are sometimes. <laughs> They are still they are still in the league, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it came well last season. Yeah, but there was a few talking points in that match, like the hysteria that surrounded all oh, the Ronaldo leaving uh, the mm -hmm. stadium. I mean, it's come out now that like the dust is all settled. 
Man United have issued a response saying, you know, we it was all approved. We expect oh, actually, it. I haven't, yeah, I haven't yeah. actually seen that the, there was a statement about. Yeah, I mean, not not like a. I yeah, I heard, heard on Sky Sports that they that they like basically contacted the yeah, source. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they released a public statement. Yeah, it'd be a bit much that wouldn't. Yeah, it? exactly. But saying basically that he, along with other players, left. Like, I mean, it was just a absolute media hysteria. I understand, you know. Uh, I don't yeah. really see the need for it though. Like, why do you need to leave? It's the first bit of work he's done in fucking yeah. months. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, not saying it about him, but like, why do you need to leave early? Is it not all about the camaraderie and getting to know like Lissandro and Christian Eriksen better? And you know, he's meant to be one of the leaders of the dressing room, giving him a team talk or you're dusting off if they were shit. Yeah, but I do find it a bit odd. Like Delo leaving, he was in the picture, he didn't play, so I get that, and I get that the buddies and Delo fucking loves him, but it's I don't know. It's not just a Ronaldo thing, but I find it a bit odd that players were leaving early when literally all. If we've not got a game today, we're not playing for a week. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it, it is weird, but to sing, you can't single them out. But you can talk about the oh, point no, oh, like no, you I'm are not, doing in general. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I, know, I mean, any player that played, and I'm more, I'm more so him to a degree because, like I said, he's meant to be a senior player and kind of one of the not the captain, but one of the captains of the club. So I do find it a bit, I do find it a bit odd why they do that. I don't really get the point of it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I do agree, and I did see like some footage like a tiktok of like i don't know whether it's just ronaldo's like his personality or persona but he was like ten hag was literally next to him it must have been half time they must have not gone in the changing rooms at half time or whatever or it must have been like during an injury but he was literally yeah. on the on the touchline like talking to him and the like the way like his mannerisms of when he was talking was just like i, I think i read about that yeah it yeah. seemed like he was having a go at him a bit yeah well yeah and it just seemed like ronaldo wasn't taking any information he was just like yeah yeah, I know. Like the way he was acting, his manner. Yeah, kind of like I know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, me alone. I'm the fucking best. Whatever. He's a he's a knobhead, mate. I've had enough of him. Yeah, he is a knobhead. I, I don't, no. I don't get it. For, like, since we're on the topic of Ronaldo, this is a bit off piece, but I don't get how people still love him so much. Yes, he was a legend, but he fucked off to Madrid ten, thirteen years ago when we were the best club in the world, like undisputably the best club. It was a step down. I get it was a dream move. He disrespected the club a bit then with his interviews. It's fine. It is what it is. We all let, you know, nowadays, if a player like that leaves, you're not going to be giving your blessing. But because he'd done so much for us, we did. And then his comeback, he had a decent season last season. Let's not act like he was a fucking second coming of Christ, like he thinks he is. And he's just, I don't care what people say. Like, he, he tweet, he replied on Instagram saying all the media stuff's lies. Well, it's not, is it? He's not been he on, he's not, had family away, issues for, he's not had family issues for two months. There's no reason why he's not been to training. Do you know what I mean? All these sources that are always spot on, like the Athletic and Fabrizio Romano saying this, aren't the people that are just chat shit. So it is true. And people are still thinking it's all fake because he's just replied to a fucking Instagram comment. Like, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Get your head out your ass. I so, get it. I do disagree up to a certain point. Like, Well, you will because people because because of who he is and what he's done for the club. Is that why? Well, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, up until this season... I, you know, I fell in love with it. The, the, you know, the romance of him coming back, obviously, yeah, yeah like right. you say, I what he's done did. and stuff like that. Yeah, like all United fans did. It has took some, well, if he stays for this season, you know, I mean, mm. I bought a, a, a Ronaldo shirt uh, last season, like yeah. with, with him on the back. I'm not going to, you know, be, uh, it, it doesn't feel as romantic. It's completely lost the, the shine of, 
Like, I, I think yeah, we need no, him next like, season. I'm, I'm here because I have to be kind yeah. of thing. We need it? him next season just because, and I want him to it's be numbers, here next season. Yeah, just because that we need else. a striker. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it because, you know, it is Ronaldo for what he's done for the club, etc. Like that, this is, the shine's gone off. For me, for, for I, him, don't, I don't mean in terms of him being okay with him leaving. Like, do you not think he's been a dick? Are you not annoyed with him? Oh no, no, he has been. And to be honest, I can I can understand him seeking a move to another Champions League club that has every chance of winning it. But yeah. they're not coming for him to want to seek a move to a club like Sport in Lisbon. What for a few cameo Champions League it's, appearances? Bro, have, you, have you read it? It's not even because he wants to win. It's because he's that egotistical. And that hell bent on these stupid records that ultimately will get forgotten about in 20 years. He wants to go at Sporting just so he can play in the Champions League because he wants to extend his goal record above Messi. Just a that's few group it. stage goals, that's it. Yeah, so he's willing to jeopardise his whole legacy at a club that he said he loves and a fan base that he said he loves for for a, a record in the Champions League, which what? he's probably going to get anyway. He was willing to go, you know, he probably loves Real Madrid deep down more than he does United. It was his dream team. And he was willing to go at Atletico Madrid just to bait, just to extend that record. When they worship the ground he walks on, he's their greatest ever football player. Yeah. It just, it, I know like sports people and successful people in business and all walks of life have to be some kind, they have to be ruthless in some kind of way to get what they want. But it, it, it just seems so stupid. Like, at the end of the day, mate, you can beat Messi's goal record in the Champions League, but he's going to end with more Ballon d'Ors and more trophies won. It, it's not going to matter about records because people watch football with their eyes anyway and know that ultimately he's a better footballer than him. It's just, it, 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 it baffles me. And the United fans that can take all this and go, well, you know, he's done a lot for the club. It's not like he's Maguire. I don't care if we won the treble last season and he won the Ballon d'Or. If you're doing stuff like that to my football club that I love and support, you can fuck off. Yeah. It was the same with Rooney. Like, I grew to love Rooney again. I was a bit, you know, I was like 13. I was a bit more immature. But then, for a couple of years then, I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Who does he think he is? So, Do you know what I mean? To, to, to tout himself to other clubs and be like, um, I need you to relinquish me from my 380 grand a week contract that you paid 30 million quid yeah. to get me Buy in for a year. Out, mate. Want. Yeah, That's exactly. About 20 million you're, a fucking or bill- you're a billionaire. You could do his fucking pocket change yeah. here. Just don't buy a new Bugatti next week. Do you know what I mean? Just like the Bugatti's there. Or pay to cover another story up in the press or whatever he gets up to in his spare time. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so disrespectful, man. It really yeah. is. Just the audacity of it. And I wouldn't mind if there was clubs interested in him. But no fucker wants you. You're not worth the hassle that you were. You're not worth the hassle anymore. You're just not. Yeah, I think. In terms of no club wants you, I no but, club but, wants but, him at the those massive wages I and don't even potentially think it's pay that. transfer fee. But if you think top the top 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 clubs, right? Chelsea, they'd rather like they pay Havertz what he's on. They're paying Sterling more than what he's going to ask for. They're paying Sterling three hundred fifty grand a week. It's similar. It's a transfer like, fee as well. That's the thing. Yeah, no, but no, but the thing is, he's offering himself out for free, but no one's even vaguely interested in it. If you were if you were going to get him for free. Then you'd at least be interested in a transfer a little bit, or put like you know a cheeky bid in. But how can anyone get in for free when he's under contract at United? No, United but what I'm want... saying is, yeah, but there's still no clubs that are even interested. Yeah. Like it's not like we'd ask for an astronomical fee. It, what 15 million for a club like Bayern Munich who've just sold the the best striker in the world? That's peanuts. Atletico Madrid have just let Suarez go. They've got loads of money. They don't want him. Real Madrid don't want him. He doesn't improve any of these teams. He genuinely doesn't. It is not worth changing your whole game plan that you've been building around for five years anymore because he's not good enough anymore. 
and that's just a sad reality of it. I think the the team who probably would fit the most is Suarez. Uh, is uh, sorry, is Atletico because I mean playing with Suarez up front, I reckon you know they're both veterans, yeah. both not as mobile. I think he could be a direct replacement. In They've out got Felix, so haven't they? Like, who would you yeah, rather yeah. play? Yeah, exactly. And he, uh, yeah, I think Suarez was on the bench most of the time last season. Felix played more. Than yeah, him. he didn't. He didn't start against us in either of the games in the Champions yeah. League. I don't think. I think he came on when he needed a goal. Yeah. But so yeah. if I had to give you an ultimatum right now. Yeah. United aren't going to get another striker, but mm-hmm. Ronaldo leaves. Just get him off because you, you know, disrespected the club. Would you do that? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I still think he should stay just because we've got no numbers. But it's the people's opinions where they still worship the ground he walks on after yeah. him just taking a piss out of us for two months. It doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, like I can acknowledge that we need him still, but if we were, if we, if we, if we, if we signed Sesco tomorrow, I'd let him go for free. I'd let him go if we signed any. Half decent striker, shit, you know, he's at the ones with Tony. I'd be happy with him going because for me, he's not going to play every game anyway, and it's just about sheer numbers that I don't want fucking Ahmad or fucking Shaw or fucking Hugo playing up front for us if, if Martial gets injured. That's yeah. all I'm bothered about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he's going to feature that much anyway, and I kind of hope he doesn't, to be honest, because like you see, he's a good option, but he's not going to be here next season, so what's the point in building the team around him? Yeah, that's true. There was a player in the, in the game yesterday that has I've just seen a lot on social media about him getting abuse and uh, that's uh, that's Chong and shy, honestly it, yeah he might be shy but I don't really get it like I don't get how much abuse he gets it's a pre-season match it doesn't matter he's going to be nowhere near the first team why mm-hmm. like it, it, it's happened before where he's he's, he's played for United and he's been crap and and people have like proper gone in on him like yeah. yeah, okay. Some players are going to be good enough. Some some players are not going to be. We need. He's obviously he's the same age as Sancho, and the the difference in quality is <laughs> yeah. literally is night and day. He's twenty. He's twenty two years old. We need to get rid of him. That's fine. He can go to the championship. Was was performing well last season in the championship before he got injured. So a championship club would have him. But I don't get all this abuse. He's not good enough. He's going to get nowhere near the first team. So why? What was the abuse you were saying? Seeing what were people saying? Just just, like just people just or... going in on just how shite he is, which he is. But like yeah. proper, is if is if he's going to be you know United in the starting yeah, line. Yeah, as if it was United like a Champions League final disaster class or something like that. Yeah, like exactly. it really mattered. Yeah, it's just twelve-year-olds on Twitter, isn't it? I mean, he he is he is absolutely horrific. I don't get. Maybe it's just because people are annoyed that it's a bit of an indictment of our wage structure and how the club's run that he's still got a contract here at the age of 22. Like, do you remember a couple of years ago, he was meant to be signing for Inter when Conte was there on a free in the sum- his first summer. Do you remember that? For Inter? No, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm 99% sure. He had a meeting in Milan with Conte and his agent. Really? And he was meant to be signing what on did a free. It through? We we give him a new deal because we offered him more money. Oh. But why? It's so clear that he's gash. Every... Like, you know, you get like Andres Pereira, who in pre-season at least looks decent. You think, oh, maybe he's a player there. Every time I've seen... I'm not abusing him. I'm just I've not tweeted anything. I don't care about him. But every time I've seen him play, he has been rubbish. He's one of the worst players I've seen pull on that shirt in the last few years. And I think people he, think he's younger than what he is, just for the fact yeah. how bad he is. <laughs> like, yeah, I think we paid a decent... I think we bought him from PSV. He was really highly rated. I think we didn't... We signed him when he was like 16, I think, for a few million from PSV. Um... But yeah, best of luck to him, man. He, he he was looking really good for Birmingham last season. Birmingham fans that I follow on TikTok were loving him. He was the best player of yeah, one yeah. of them. 
He was carrying them. I think their season started going off a cliff when he got injured. So, you know, championship club, two million quid or something like that. Who gives? What are you going to lose? You're going to pay more than that in a year in wages anyway. Well, let's let him go for free. Dude. Who gives a shit? That is it, yeah. But no, I don't get why people are so bothered. But people just love a scapegoat, man, don't they? People just love something to... I mean, I can't talk because I'm more than anyone. But people just love someone to single out. That's all. And the the goal that we scored came from, I think it, it was a Telus shot, keeper spilt, and then Giallo. Yeah, was, yeah, Giallo's, what do you reckon about, about him? He obviously had a loan spell last season. Um, yeah, he's, he's looked okay, okay in, in, in pre-season, okay to decent, but still, he's 20 years old, was terrible at, at Rangers last season, couldn't get any, any minutes, really. Oh, I thought he was benching him, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. how good he is. Yeah, yeah just yeah, putting him on know. the bench, what, first-team bench? Do you reckon he, he gets there, or do you uh, want to loan him out? I mean, do we get seven now? It costs Is 30 million. Yeah, it's, but I do think it costs about 20 going up to 40 if he like wins a Ballon d'Or and we win the Champions mm. League. So it's not it's not crazy money, but it, it was such a poor signing. Like I know he's only 20, but how many players you see have such a rise from the age of like 20 to 22? Like If there's a player in there, you've usually seen it. Um, so it, it looks like a horrific transfer. That it, it was at that end of the seat, the end of the window, wasn't it, where we yeah. got like... Teles Cavani and Ahmad in like a couple of days. Like I think it's as well. Palestri, yeah. But he, he looks better when I've seen him play. Yeah, he, he actually looks yeah. okay. And he actually gets games and his loan spells as well, which is a start. I don't know if he got the most at Alaves last season, but still, he still played more than Ahmad did. I just think it's a poor panic by transfer because we wanted bodies in. Um, I don't think it's ever going to work. At, at the age of 20, you've got to be showing something. And like, he hasn't played that many games for United, so I do feel bad saying that, but. New managers come in pre-season. If you would have been that good in pre-season or impressed, he would be featuring a lot more. Um, so yeah, I'd loan him out. I think I think they tried the loan to to, to Rangers to give him kind of a, an experience of British football rather than loaning them out back to you know Syria because that's where he played originally. A bit like we did with Pelistri because that's where he's comfortable. You don't want that. I'd rather loan a player to a top-level Championship team than a mid-table or Liga team because you need them to get the English football experience. There's no point loaning them out to a different team that plays different football and the style's different. So maybe a championship loan for a decent yeah. championship club. I don't know. Or Watford, they're getting laid on loan, aren't they? I don't know if we're going to talk about that. Um, I don't know. Someone like that. And Norwich. I don't know. Just somewhere where we can go and get used to English football. And they're going to play attacking football, ideally, yeah. as well. You know, yeah, not but my own... My only worry is, like, when I'm touting Norwich and Watford, these are, like, actually good championship teams, almost like, well, they're between the Premier League and champ top championship level. So if you couldn't get a game for Rangers, no offence, Rangers fans, but Rangers are probably squad-wise on the level with those kind of clubs. Then, I don't know if we'd even get a game. Then we need to get rid of him. If you can't, at 20 years old, if you can't get on the pitch in the championship, or, well, or somebody that's, like, the, the upper end of the championship, then I don't think you, you, you are going to be good enough. <laughs> no. No. So I think we could probably. Who's going to buy him though? What if we yeah. spent twenty five million quid on him up front? You just got cut, cut, it, who, If you can get 10, 10 million for him, or you know, yeah, whatever, this just... is a, this has been the problem with United though. That like in the years gone by, they'll want somehow they'll want a profit from that, so they won't sell him. We'll land him a new contract in two years. It'll be twenty. He'll be twenty six. He's played five games for us. as on hundred grand a week. It's like the club I mean? are scared of the embarrassment, and then well, this is. But yeah, then again, it, you get something like Pogba happens where that's the most embarrassing thing. Because, catastrophic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was an actual proven thing that's come out about Woodward that, like... Um, sorry, someone just sent a message in the Discord. That he, um, 
he was always looking for resale value, so he would be scared to let players go because he thinks there's value there. So he don't want to let a player go for free at the end of his contract. He'd rather give him a new contract and then try and get a fee for them. But when you add in the money you're wasting on wages, the resources at the club for them and all this shit, it's not worth it, is it? Just take the hit, man. You see it all the time. How many young players are like Chelsea sign that never make it and just go out on loan and go for free? With like, that strategy, you end up having Phil Jones on for 10 years at the club. When yeah, he's... on 100 grand a week when he never plays. Yeah. Exactly. But the, the, the problem is with Jones is he'll play a game, he'll be all right, and then fans on Twitter will be like, oh, you know, he's, there's a player in there. I'm like, shut up. I was going through my kind of private team of uh, watch-along videos on my... Uh, oh, on yeah. My, and that, I then. saw a take that I said last season. You know when Phil Jones had that one start? You said he should play over Maguire, didn't you? No, I didn't what say that. Said. Oh, right. I thought... Oh, right, no, I thought I, on Talk Sport, what's his name? Uh, the guy that's with Kunde, uh, Jason Kunde, who's the, the United fan. What's his name? The long hair. Anyway, he said yeah, that he reckons Phil Jones will get in the England squad. Oh, I think I, think I remember that. I probably yeah. made a video on that too. Absolutely. Just a terrible take. Just like literally just taking it to the extreme of like one good game. On I was like, he's going to be injured. And he was injured like yeah. the very next game. But anyway, there was... They're, they're, sorry, they're like the equivalent of 14-year-old reactionary football fans on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And he cost us a goal that game as well against Wolves. <laughs> Yeah. And we lost 1-0. Yeah, so. It was a solid performance, but if you lose 1-0 and you cost us a goal, then I don't know if it's a, it's not prime Maldini territory, is it, that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and there was one player that... we, You know what? Left-back was not a priority signing. However, I'm so bloody glad we signed him because, honestly, for me, watching that, that goal back, it's bloody painful to watch. The right-back picks up the ball on the halfway line dribbles the entire length of the pitch and there's nobody on the overlap and yet Tellez is like like forcing him inside but not closing him down allows him to run the length of the pitch he hasn't got anyone to worry about on the overlap so he's I don't know why he's not closing him down and then he gets a shot away Heaton saves it you can argue that you know put it in a bad area but anyway it's Tommy and who cares and then they 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 score on the on the follow-up Jesus Christ Tellez let's I know it's pre-season Time to go. That's it. Yeah, he he's, is, he's wank. He's wank. He's I've been saying, can you back me up that I've been saying this for about a year? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, well, we both have. He's, he's... Uh, people don't get it, though. People think, oh, he's, he's got good free kick compilations. Oh, he's got a man bun. He's a bit sexy. He's a saucy guy. He's shit at football, though, lads. He's he's one of the worst defenders I've ever seen play for United. Has he been good at he's set pieces awful. for United? Has he been good? No, no, oh. no. But like when he signed for us, you, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, One to the left foot. free kicks and corners. And I don't think I've seen him put a good cross in, mate. No. He's, he's awful. Thanks for that goal in the Champions League, but it's time to go. Was it against Villarreal? Yeah, Villarreal volley. Get him off. He's being linked to Leon. I think Porto might be interested, but don't want to pay 15 million. Even if it's on loan, if they pay 100% of his wages, revisit it next year. And that is you know, the danger of the Portuguese he's league, awful. isn't it? Yeah. Like, how many goals did he get? You never know what you get in, do you? Yeah, but he did take pens, so the goals don't really... I think Pete, I think it's a bad do when you're signing the left-back and people are looking at his penalty records. Like, that's not a good sign, is it? That's not a priority for a defender. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it, it's just been a bad signing. I'm not shocked it was a bad signing. None, no, none of us had seen him play. People just saw his FIFA card and thought he was good. That was literally it. Um, so in a way, I'm glad we've got Malassia. Maybe he bought him because he knew how bad he was. Like he's, he's like, we all know he's bad, but maybe he's that shit in training. It was like 
this we needed the end, but this guy needs to go first because he's that shit. Mm. He's that much of a hindrance. So yeah, I mean, keep get rid of him. Loan Williams out. Malassia and Shaw season, baby. There we go. Um, so let's move on to like the main segment, and that is we're going we're going to predict from one to twenty every <laughs> single position in the Premier League. Um, I'll go first. Are we going bottom up? Ooh, start the bottom, work your way up. On, what do you prefer, oh, top, yeah. top or bottom? I reckon bottom because people will want to see who we've got like in the top four. You I know, think it's Arsenal, obvious though. Spurs. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I nearly. I changed my round once. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. We'll go bottom up. So Maybe mine, my twentieth uh, position is Bournemouth. Yes. So, exactly the same. And I think everyone expects them to, to go down, to be honest. I think they've got the worst squad. They've it's certainly signed. Either. Exactly. I was looking at, I think they've signed a Donny from Middlesbrough today for 10 mil. Apart from that, they've not really got anyone in. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't, I mean, I don't know that much about championship football, but um, I know that they're absolutely, they look, their squad looks dire and they haven't improved it to in order to stay up as well and i don't know i don't know why they haven't because there's like you said on the last episode it's the biggest yeah that the they say the playoff game is the what is the biggest game in football because it's so, such a financial benefit being in the premier league with all the tv revenue i mean bournemouth didn't play in that but yeah 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 they came second didn't they but mm. still being in the yeah, Premier League, still, finance, you, know, you get loads of money yeah yeah the finances that you're going to get i don't know why they haven't strengthened um, but yeah, anyway. it's a bit of an odd one. It's like, yeah, they've got Ryan Fredericks in from a, for a free from West Ham and the guy from Middlesbrough. That's it. So, Don't feel you with confidence. No. And in 19th position, I think I doubt that we've got the same here, but I've got Southampton. Okay. I, I for a bit that's come up later on in the podcast about signings, I feel like a bit of a dick that I'm putting this team here, but I've got Leeds 19th. Okay. It might be a bit surprising. They've strengthened Adams, Sinistera, decent signings. But... Have they strengthened? Because oh, they've no, lost the no, two key no, players. No, 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 of course not. But I mean, they've actually signed some players, unlike Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, Sinistera, Adams, both cracking signings, in my opinion. Very good players. But Rafinha and, and Phillips going, bringing in two new players. It might work straight away. They might look really good, but I'm just not convinced by them. I'm not convinced by Jesse Marsh either. I don't think he's really got what it takes. Um, so, yeah, I've got Leeds there. Yeah, so Southampton for me, like mm-hmm. I, I, I literally, I predict them to go down every season, I think, and they, they always yeah. survive. But, you know, this time, I'm going to say they're not. But they've done nothing in the transfer window to, to strengthen as well, really. No, they've got a decent squad, though, I think. Yeah. I think Broge is going to be a big miss unless they bring him back, but it's looking unlikely. I reckon a decent striker, I'd back him to stay up, you know. Oh, shit. And in 18th, just just going down, I've yeah. got Forrest. I have Forrest in 18th mm. too. Yeah. Jay Lindsay going to do it. Yeah, they've had the, like I say, they've had, some, they've had some good signings. They've had a very busy, I think they've probably had the busiest window of all. In terms of bodies, yeah. possibly, yeah. In terms of, uh, yeah, the numbers. Um, I think they've had some good signings, obviously, Lingard, uh, that I think they've got a strike from Union Awanee. Berlin as well, which I know nothing he used about. He's for Liverpool, then, by the way. Who? That striker, Awanee, or oh, did he? whatever his name is. Yeah, he was at Liverpool youth team, but he couldn't get a work permit, so they had to sell him to the Bundesliga. Okay. But Neko Williams, obviously, from Liverpool as well. Dean Henderson, which is will be a great... I mean, we saw him at Sheffield United, and he 
So he, he loves the bottom half team, that boy. Yeah. yeah. They've obviously lost Spence and in, in, in Garner from last season as well, so they'll be a miss. But yeah, I think they're just going to just gonna uh, go I just, down. Yeah, I just don't think they're quite going to have enough. Steve Cooper's a very good manager. I, I wouldn't be astounded if they got 16th. Like, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Like, these are on the cusp for me, but Bournemouth, Bournemouth are way off it. I think, to be honest, you could have a pick of four or five teams to get them over two spots after them too. Yeah, and we definitely disagree on 17th position because you've already said this team. I've gonna go. Uh, I've gone with Leeds. Yeah, um, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I, that wouldn't shock me either. I've got Fulham. Yeah, gone with Fulham. Yeah. Um, in 16th, I've got Brentford. Okay, it's a I bit bet. lower, I guess, than. Uh... Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. They, they struggled towards the back end of last season, didn't they? Eriksson's yeah. gone, which is a big miss. I don't really know who they've brought in. I'm just going to have a quick look at the transfers. So they've got Hickey. I forgot about him. who's a very good left back from um, Bologna. Strakosha is a decent keeper. They've got Ben Mee as well. So they've brought some decent decent level of players in. Yeah, I, th- but, I just yeah. think that second season syndrome, you know, you get you often see yeah. them survive, like a promoted club survive, and then in the second season they end up going down. I mean, I haven't got yeah, them they get a bit comfortable, don't they, or whatever. And, you know, they're not all... They, Maybe the like team spirit isn't quite as high as it was. Like the underdog kind of spirit gets yeah. over it. And I've probably, and I'll probably if they didn't keep hold of Tony, I might have even pushed them as in. To, oh to yeah, go down. definitely. I would have said that. I, I would have definitely said relegated if they didn't have Tony. Yeah, yeah. So that's sixteenth. Who have you got for sixteenth? Did you say? I had I had Fulham. Did I? Fulham. Yeah, you said. Oh no, 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 no. Twentieth, nineteenth. No, I've got Everton sixteenth. Sorry. Everton sixteenth. Do you want to elaborate on why? Yeah, the shit, mate, to be honest. Um, well, they've lost Short the best sweet. player. Well, they've lost the best player and they've signed fucking no one. I'm really worried for him. I think FFP's finally catching up to them. And if they, you know, if, if FFP caught up to PSG or Man City or someone like that, you'd be like, well, they've got the best squad in the world anyway. But they've spent so much money and their squad is still wank. So I'm really worried about them. Tarkovsky, it's a decent signing, but... Again, he's going to be good if they are where I think they'll be and around like around the bottom of the league playing defensive football. If it's not an ambitious signing, they know they're in a relegation scrap already because you're not going to sign them if you're playing a high line and try to win a lot of games because it wouldn't work. Um, Dwight McNeil, I used to really rate him. I actually wanted him at United a couple of years ago, but he played every single game for Burnley last season, got no goals and one assist. So that's not looking Christ. great. As a potential Richarlison replacement, they got Vinagre in from uh, on loan. I think he was at Wolves. Um, yeah, that that's about it. So I'm not convinced at all. Losing your best player and replacing him with very mediocre players at best is a struggle. And Frank Lampard is quite frankly the worst manager in the Premier League. Yeah, so I probably I'm, agree with it that. Would not shock me if they went down, to be honest. And yeah. I hope they do because I don't like Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. actually have do. Well, he hasn't done. How he's managed to he's got get the same two Premier League jobs is, is unbelievable. He's got the same credentials. Yeah. Essentially, it, that squad he had at Derby, it would have been shocking not to get playoffs. Tamori, Mount, he had so many good players in on loan. And Chelsea yeah. did okay first season, then ultimately. Yeah, he, he did all right. I feel like he, he, he's a man who can do a job. You know, they didn't, couldn't sign any players. He steadied the ship and saw them to fourth. But if they had any other manager in that position, I don't care if they had a transfer ban or not, he would have been sacked 100%. They never take fourth. They barely take third, usually, Chelsea. They usually sack the manager if they don't, if they don't come in the top two. Apparently, Cornet is signing tomorrow. 
For Everton. For Everton. Yeah. Is he? Well, they were refusing to pay it, weren't they? I do like Corne. I do like him. But again, that nah, I've got about that. That is a good signing. But the other ones, I think, are gash. Especially McNeil. 20 million quid on him. Fuck me. That's, that's the Richarlison money gone on Corne and McNeil. Yeah. So, and I know you don't like Richarlison, but... Yeah, so uh, we're up to 15th position. I've got yeah. Fulham there. Yeah, I think that's a bit ambitious for them, you know? Yeah, I know. I put them high, but I just think of the teams below them. You know, I think it is going to be, it's going to be tight for me. I think it's going to be condensed from Fulham, well, from even from 14th. 14th to about, about 18th, 13th, 19th. 14th. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think it's going to be Bournemouth, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it might be, you know, chopping and changing. I know what the there. reason is. I know what the reason is. What, for me? Yeah, this why Andres Pereira. Say, oh, of course it is. <laughs> the Brazilian maestro in the middle. Yeah, oh, that's why. Right. I mean, he he's going to get. Me he, yeah, twenty assists. Oh. KDB season. Yeah, he'll yeah, be, be starting at the World Cup for Brazil. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They've, they've had a decent summer. They brought Andy Perry in, Paina, and Barbu Solomon Anguissa's just come back off loan from Napoli as well. Who's a very good footballer. I really rate him. I'm assuming he won't be staying there, but still, yeah. Fair enough. I've got Southampton there. Yeah. Um, I think they're yeah. doing a little bit better. Just that's because the biggest I've... disparity, I think, so far. I've got yeah, Southampton just... 19th. Yeah, just because I like Hassan Hootel, I think he's a good manager. And I think he... People think he's doing a shit job, but when you look at the quality of that squad, I think he does well to keep it in the Premier League, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I don't have too much to say about Southampton. Losing Brozier. They've still got some very good players, you know... Um, I quite rate Valerie, um, Liv Ramento, Salisu is a very good defender. They've got Ward Prowl. So, uh, you know, they have got some decent players in there. I just think they need a few more, really, to guarantee it. But again, like you said, from even the next team who I've got in 14th, it wouldn't shock me if they went down either. So, yeah, I think it's going to be close. So, on to 14th, I've got Everton. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, fair. Yeah, I think, what, what position do you have them in? I have them in 16th, 15th. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so I've got, I put Everton there. Uh, yes, they've they've lost Richarlison. Yes, they haven't had, you know, a, a lot of uh, uh, business in. They haven't strengthened all that much and certainly haven't replaced Richarlison as of yet. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't think the team's that different that finished 10th in the Premier League just, you know, in 2020-21. Yeah, and I think it's just kind of a bit of a freak season them getting sixteenth. I don't rate Frank Lampard like you say. I don't think I don't think it was a freak season. I think they're that shit. Yeah, if I you look we'll... at that Everton squad, mate, it's not good. Yeah, but I mean, is it that different that finished tenth the season before? Really, like who have they? No, no, maybe not. But I think maybe maybe they overachieved that season. Maybe they overachieved. Right, if I go a season before that, twelfth. I mean, they, they've never been in a relegation scrap, really. I know, I mean, eighth the season before that, I know we're going like years back now, but there's never been a team that's been in relegation scraps. No, not like... for a long time. But when you look at the squad, like Deli Ali, Gordon's okay, Calvert Lewin's gone off a cliff, Awobi, Rondon, well, Alan. Yeah, I actually think Calvert Lewin's going to have a, a decent season next season. Obviously, he needs to because the sold for Charleston. And I think last season he had, in fact, I'll I'll leave me talking too much about it because he he will come up later, okay. In the in the podcast, but yeah, I think he's going to have a good season um, as well. Um, so what position are we on to now? We're on to thirteenth. I've got Wolves. I haven't done my fourteenth yet. 
Okay, you go ahead. Brentford. Brentford, yeah. Yeah, I like Thomas Frank. They've still got a good squad, even though they lost Ericsson. I think they might struggle. But again, it's that middling area where, give or take a few places, to be honest. Who have you got in, the thir- in 13th? Wolves. Yeah, same, spot on. Nice. Well, I mean, they struggled for goals last season, 38, which I think was like yeah. the fourth lowest of like only the relegated sides. Like, it's so bad last season. Um, they've, and they haven't, they've they haven't no sold that either. They've signed that, uh, the guy that they had on loan, what was it? Uh, he Chan Huang from RB Huang Leipzig. He, Huang he Chan. Yeah, they've, um, yeah, he's not a goal scorer though. He's more of a presser and a bit of a madhead. Who runs yeah, well, well, that's the only person in in attack I think that, that they they've signed, and he was on loan there else. last season. So they, that's well, not. They're fans of fuming on Twitter. Oh, they got Collins in. Sorry, I can't believe I forgot that. That's a very good signing, I think. I, yeah. I really rate Nathan Collins. I probably would have took him at United as an option. Um, but yeah, I agree. Wolves don't get the goals. The squad's not the best. It's just that striker for me. Because actually, I say the squad's not the best. Neves, Moutinho. You midfield know, is they're, mid, they've got a better midfield than us. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be hard, would it? Fucking yeah, yeah, Barnes yeah. have a better midfield than us. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Because, you know, Neto, Pedence, they do have some good options. It's just that striker, I think. And maybe it's just yeah. a bit... Bruno Large is a bit of a boring manager. I don't know. But, yeah, Wolves, unexciting as always. 13th. And in 12th, I've got Aston Villa. Yeah, I've got Crystal Palace. Um, a lot of people have said Palace will come a lot higher. I don't really see it. I do like them. I think Vieira is a good manager. I don't think he's as good as some people say the, he has been. Obviously, they spent a lot of money, but it is there, there is something to be said for you know making it work and putting all of that together. They brought Dakuri in from Lons, who's a good signing. Apart from that, no one really. So they're not really strengthened that much. Yeah, I like how they play. I, I like Vieira, but... I don't think they're going to shock anyone and people have got them up in 8th and ninth, and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, in 11th, I've got Brighton again. Uh, I think it's a similar p- to what they finished last season. Uh, yeah. They get yeah. For. About the same. I they've obviously lost Basuma, which is going to be a big miss for them. Um, but I think Potter is a really good manager. I yeah, think. yeah, that's why I've got Brighton so high as well. Yeah. It's a great part of that much. Um, just quickly on the Villa thing, do you not think they'll do well given who they've signed and who they brought in, like Kamara, Coutinho? Oh, yeah, permanent? sorry. Yeah, I, I, I was going to talk about yeah, I, think Coutinho... quite, I think you've got them quite low, really. Diego Carlos, obviously, as well. Yeah, to be honest, though, Villa, every single season, I look at their transfer business and I think, yeah, that that's, that's really good. I agree. And they always disappoint. So I'm yeah, not going to fall for it. Yeah. Not going to fall for it this season. Like if you said that the hundred million pound season where they 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 survived by a point to like a where the ball crossed the line. That that season yeah. they signed over hundred million pounds worth of players. Like all uh-huh. like it's uh so you know I'm not going to fall for it this season. I, I put them I put them low. And yeah, Gerard is still you know I think he's he's done well at uh did well at Rangers, but I don't know in terms of his Premier League quality or not, that still remains to be seen. Yeah, um, fair enough. Um, I've got, was, that, was that 11th then? Yeah, so I, I said I had Brighton 11th. Oh, yeah, so I've got Newcastle 11th. Um, oh, OK. People have got them very high, but who've they signed? Sven Botman. That's the only improvement. If they've gone out and spent 200 million quid, I get why people have put them 7th and 8th, but they've not improved the team. 
Target, Nick Pope, I think, is a decent keeper. Target's bang average. Nick Pope's good, yeah. Target's yeah. not the best. I think Target's a bottom-half player, to be honest with you. I'm surprised they've splashed out £15 million on him. And the thing is, um, oh, oh, they've just signed. They've signed somebody. I think they've literally just signed Breaking as we were going live, and I can't remember who it was now. Um, sorry, guys, just a quick intermission. If they sign Messi, then I might move him up a place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no, Newcastle. it might have been... Newcastle, mate. Madison, yeah, for 50 million. Have they actually agreed they've made... that? No, they've made a second bid. A bid yeah, I've seen that. That, that, that would be huge for them. And you know with them, yeah, they're going to, you know, it doesn't end in the summer. They're going to sign in January as well. Like any player that's available for, you know, for around 50 million, that kind of price, they they can just continue to spend in January in the summer. Yeah, like. no, I agree. That that would be a very good signing. Madison had a very good end to last season. Mm-hmm. But in terms of right now, signing Sven Botman, and I was going to say, I know I said they've not improved a lot, but... The reason he did finish so low last season was because of Steve Bruce and not winning like in the first ten games. Yeah. So if they can get over that, like if they would have won three of those those first ten games, it would have been level with us on goal difference and points. And well, stuff. that just shows how good of an end to the season that it had. So I think that's why yeah, a lot of yeah. people are saying that. that I, yeah, that, that is fair. That is fair. I just think when you actually look at the quality of the squad, is it better than West Ham's? Probably not. Is it better than Leicester's? Probably not. Unless again, Madison. But I just think people are over arguing a bit. You know, people are thinking it'll take it'll take time, man. They're not going to go from you know seventeenth to fucking Europa League football in a season. It just doesn't happen. So what so are we up to? Um, up to tenth now. Up to tenth. I've got Palace. Um, yeah, fair. It's all I've, the similar teams, isn't it? Yeah, I'm impressed. Been really impressed with Vieira. I had them really far. Down last yeah, season. I thought they'd go down last season or be around there. Yeah, yeah. He, he did, he, yeah, he did mug me off a bit. I thought it was a bad appointment, to be honest. Because he wasn't the first choice, was he? It was like the first well, he, choice. Yeah, he yeah. He was massively oh. unknown. He's gone, what, uh, New York City, MLS, then Nice, and then Palace. Like, he got sacked from Nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've got I've got Villa 10th. Villa 10th, yeah. Yeah, I think again, Peter. A lot of people are overrating them, but I like. I, I worry about Gerard's credentials to get him really up there. I mean, he might be really good, but I hope he's not because he's a Liverpool legend. But anyway, um, yeah, they've signed a lot of decent players, but I just like you said. I think people always overrate them and think they're always going to be better than they are. They have got a good squad, but I don't think they're going to be around European places. Nowhere near it. Yeah, and in ninth, I've got Leicester. Yeah, I've got Leicester as yeah, well. Knowing, no incomings. Like, now. Yeah. Schmeichel's going in there promoting Danny Ward to number one because he don't have enough money to buy a keeper. So yeah. I don't know what's happened to them. Usually quite... You spend so, fair, you know, they don't go crazy, but they might spend 100 million quid in a summer kind of tackle. But yeah, it's a weird one that I think Leicester are... Because there's been nothing with like final, financial fair play that they have to not sign. No, I don't think they've got any depth or anything either. I can just see them regressing quite badly, actually. Yeah, well, if you don't sign anyone, you you. Well, Vardy's aging. Dak is decent, but I don't think he's going to replicate what he did there. You know, I don't, I don't know. Madison goes. I think they could be looking at relegation in a couple of years' time. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Up to eighth. In I've got West Ham in in eighth. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the shock team. You put Newcastle seventh, then. Okay. Sorry to ruin that. Oh, I'm sure, could be first. Sorry. Could be first, yeah, mate. You know, you never know. Right. But, uh, yeah, I've got West Ham seventh. Um, you put United seventh, right? Uh, Not far. So yeah, yeah. I think um, 
sorry, we're in at eighth, sorry, aren't we? Um, so, yeah, I thought they would drop off massively last season because of the Europa League, and I didn't think they had the squad depth. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they managed to get, to the obviously, to the semis and still have a decent Premier League campaign. Um, yeah. I think I've only moved them down for one place because of, you know, like you said, Newcastle, I think, uh, will have a, a strong season. I think that's fair. I just don't think they've got a better squad when you look at it. So I've got Brighton in eighth. Just because yeah. Oof, that's uh, Graham hard, Potter. Yeah, I just love Brit- Graham Potter, man. I just fucking love Graham Potter. This is this is rose tinted glasses shit this. They're not gonna come eight, but I just think Potter's a fucking messiah. And if he takes Williams off us for fifteen million quid, you can win the league, lads, honestly. I'd suck <laughs> you off. I'll suck you off, Graham. I'd do what I'll let you do what you want to me. Um Is this just turning yeah. into a a love letter to the Potter. Great, but he's, oh, he's he's good though, isn't he? He's fucking class. Yeah. So I think Brighton are gonna do well. I think top ten for Brighton. Yeah, um, and Newcastle, I've got seventh, like you said. Um, yeah, it's not this big summer as what I thought it would be like. Like you said, no, just I thought it was going to be like for career mode or something. Yeah, but I suppose they're doing it sensibly, aren't they? Rather than just going splashing money on like signing like a Sanchez, but not you know someone that doesn't really want to be there and it's all for the money. Now I've been I've been impressed with their spending so far. Like yeah, it's been controlled. They've done they haven't done it like a Man City way by getting Rubinho. Like, no, it the, the took, first signing. Yeah, it took City like six or seven years to get up there, really. Yeah, but you they've know, got a Joe blueprint now to follow. Them. They've got who? They've got a, a blueprint, blueprint to follow yeah, in terms yeah. of how City have how done to it. Not do it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think again, we spoke about Newcastle and West Ham a lot, so I've got West Ham seventh. Um, just like the squad a lot, Skamak is an absolutely unreal addition for a Conference League side. To be honest with you, that's amazing. When he was linked to PSG and United and a lot. So I think they've got a good squad. They've not really lost any key players. They've improved on it. Yeah, I think seven for eight for good shout for West Ham. So we're on to the top six now, getting on to the important positions. Sorry, everyone, if you support the, you know, the European places. Yeah, uh, and coming in sixth, I've got United. Okay. Um, I I think the squad it needs so much work being done i think this is the worst squad that we've gone into a season with and we we it's up there since poster alex it's yeah. in the top so, and yeah. it's the worst squad than last season obviously we've got a better manager in uh than than Oli or or what are you or trying Ralph. to say, what? Are you trying to say about michael carrick <laughs> oh, yeah no, well, no, the best yeah. interim manager all the time he actually um, was yeah, I mean, with three wins. We should have kept it till the end of the season, to be honest. Yeah, probably, probably, probably should have done, really. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we've just discussed about United and their squad. Yeah, we spoke about them to death, and we don't really need to elaborate on where we're putting that lump yeah. of shit. So, what, who have you got for sixth? I've got Chelsea for sixth, which might be a shock. But I was going to put them higher, but I just think that team is dead as shit. Like, they've missed out, no, hear me out, hear me out. They've missed out on Kunde. We both said we don't know how well Koulibaly's going to do. Um, you know, I, I like the full-backs a lot, but this, this, they've only bought one centre-back and they needed three. And they're on about the likes of Kim Pembe and people like that who I don't think are going to cut it at the top level. And I just don't think he's that good. The midfield's decent, but the striking option to me is piss poor. They need another two starting attackers. And I know we do as well, but I think ours, our front three is better than theirs. Obviously, they bought Sterling in, but you've got Havertz, who can't play as a striker. You've got Werner, who's been awful. Mount can't play in that front three either. 
I just, I just think they're really going to struggle. But I mean, last season Newcastle they didn't really have. Well. Lukaku was terrible last season. They didn't have a striker. Yeah, and that no, was that's fine. true. Yeah, well, I know, but they did tail off. If we speak about Newcastle doing well at the end of last season, Chelsea nearly dropped out the top four. They were that bad. Yeah. Arsenal needed to win two more of their easy games, and they would have been in the Europa League this season. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a bold shout, but I think they definitely. I, I don't think they're finishing top four. Yeah, I but feel like. I feel like with Chelsea at the end of last season, they were so like they almost had Champions yeah, League maybe, football. Maybe, so maybe they're on the beach a bit. Yeah, I get yeah. that, but I don't know. I just I just don't think they're going to do that well. I just I, I worry for Chelsea. And you know what? If you ask a lot of their fans, I bet they have, bet they have them fifth and sixth as well. Yeah, Can, I mean, and most people. Well, we'll we'll go on to that. So fifth, I've got Arsenal. Okay, well I've got United fifth. Okay, um, awesome. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Yes. Um, so Arsenal obviously have had a a, a very decent window. Decent. Yeah. Um, I think again, you know, I think Hazus and um, and Zinchenko are, are, are okay signings. I don't think you really like those signings. Not, I, I think not it's quite Malassia, are they? What? Not quite Malassia, are they? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. I do like those. We spoke about that last week, though. But yeah, I do like those signings. I don't want to go over what yeah. I've said. Again. We all know what we think about them. So, who do you have fifth? Sorry, I had United fifth. Okay. Um, the less said about that, the better. So we're moving on to fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've got that... Arsenal fourth. Sorry, the, I've only got them fourth because United and Chelsea, I think, are going to be so bad. I, I don't think Arsenal are the best thing since sliced bread like their fans think. I don't think Arteta's cooking this fucking reincarnation of Pep's Barcelona team in 2011. I just think United are definitely not coming in the top four. I get it if you've got Chelsea there. I think it could end up being between those two and United could be sixth. Don't get me wrong. I'm not even being biased, but it's just because those two teams have operated so poorly in this transfer market that I've got Arsenal fourth. Yeah, I actually did like an unpopular opinions video and I said Arteta will get the sack. Around you know Christmas time, so I don't think you'll get sacked because they've invested too much. I think if they go well, that's fit, it. That could be the downfall of him, in, in in my opinion. Like this is the season they've signed Jesus, they've signed Zinchenko, they've put a lot of investment in. I think the expectations of Arsenal fans for this season are quite high, higher than what they yeah, have been in recent years. I don't know. I think if they, I've heard a lot of fans say if they come fifth and they can see that they're still progressing, then they'd be happy with that. I don't. If they came fifth and had a decent season and were close to top four, like within six points, he'd stay for me. I think. Yeah, and I it was to, a bold claim. Yeah. Um, so in fourth, game. I've got Chelsea. Again, oh, yeah. yeah, I do think they've they've weakened, but honestly, I think those they're still miles ahead of Arsenal. Yeah, we get, I do I get it. I, I do get it. Uh, to be honest, boys and girls, I did this in thirty seconds when we were we came on Discord. So. Take it over, pinch of salt. Like, but yeah, yeah. I think I have a probably underestimated Chelsea a bit, but I just I, I've got a bad feeling about them. That's it. Yeah. It's just my gut. And I think I think they have completely. I think they've moved sideways, and but I yeah. don't think they've strengthened. I think they've but... moved backwards. They've moved backwards. They've not yeah. moved sideways. Well, I think that's still enough to 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 get above Arsenal, Chelsea. So in third, I think I've we've, got Spurs. We've got Spurs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't think they're the best thing ever either. It's just the other teams I think aren't that good. They've been shrewd and, and clever in the transfer market. They've improved the team. Conte's cooking some at there to a degree. So they'll get the fourth place trophy back with the Champions League, you know, qualification trophy. 
Um, yeah, that's again, I've not got too much to say because I've made videos saying I think people are very much overrating Spurs and are over-egging their squad and how good it is with some of the holes they've got. But and Arsenal, United and Chelsea are that shit and average with kind of shit squads that I think Spurs will do well. Yeah, and in second then, one and two, we've both got the same. Just what order? I think we're going to have the same order. I can't imagine yeah, well, that you've, you've put Liverpool to, to, to win the league. No, I've not. I've so, not. Yeah. yeah, Liverpool, City, one and two. I don't even think that needs much going into, to be honest. I think City have had have strengthened in the areas that I think Liverpool haven't, again, have moved sideways or at least probably got they've weaker. Moved with, yeah, they've moved backwards. They've, For this season, they've moved backwards. For the future, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Consistent performance has been replaced with someone who there's doubts about for me. Yeah, and and the two and again we said on last the last episode, so don't have to go too much into it. The two, well, the position that for many a season that um, that City have probably been uh, haven't had any options really, and they've now signed Haaland yeah. and Julian Alvarez. So yeah, well, I think if you look at it, City were better than Liverpool last season marginally, but they were still better and they've improved in Liverpool's regress. So, in theory, that should mean that they win the league. Yeah, so I mean, relatively similar. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is different. probably Brighton um, and Newcastle. I think they're the two. They're the two big yeah, ones. Yeah, but I, I think they're two clubs that could go either way. To be honest, yeah. I think that like, people will have very different opinions on them too. To be honest, yeah. So nice. I mean. We've spoken. Do you want to move on to Brighton now? Talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, we, we took a long time on that table, didn't we? So sorry if that was a bit boring, but you know, not asked. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the thing now. We're gonna have to start talking about United again more often because we're gonna be playing, and I'm not gonna look forward to it. Um, I don't really know what to say. It's been a it's been an average preseason. I feel like we spoke about how we feel about the club and the state it's in enough last week to kind of not even have to mention it that much, to be honest. Like, yeah. we've got the full squad that we knew we'd have. Uh, I'm not sure if Ericsson or Martinez will start because obviously they've only been with the squad a week or so. Um, but yeah, man, I'm desperately worried about the squad. I'm desperately worried about Ten Hag. Not because I don't think he's going to succeed, I just don't think he's been given a tool to succeed. And we've finally got a manager in that's worthy of the job and we're not backing him as much as he backed the fucking ex-Cardiff manager and mould manager, which to me, unless there's a good reason behind it, is absolute madness. Um, so, yeah, I've, I don't know. Brighton haven't signed that many players, but Graham Potter is a sexy bastard who knows how to play liquid football, so we could be in trouble. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we drew or lost the game, to be honest, because they're a good team, even though they're not, you know, it's not a team full of stars. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think the best chance of one of our signings starting is probably Malassia, to be honest. I think Luke Shaw yeah. didn't play in either of the preseason matches, so I don't know if he's injured. No, he, had, he was he was ill or had a knock, I think. Okay, yeah, knock. but still, I mean, less yeah. fitness than what Malassia has had. I really yeah. don't think Ericsson or... Um... It wouldn't shock me if Martinez played, but I'd be shocked if Ericsson started. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be... Do you want to run through a predicted 11? Yeah, maybe? sure. Be... Right, my... It's going to be boring, isn't it? Yeah. Very very similar to what we've seen on tour, I think, the people that have got the most minutes. I, I'm... Yeah. So, I mean... Do you, yeah, do you want to... I'll go. Uh, so, De Gea yeah, in yeah. goal, I've got from left... I'll say Malassia just because, you know, it's a signing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Malassia, uh, Maguire, and I'll go for Ram. If we see Maguire Lindelof the first game of the season, I'm fucking... Maguire Lindelof, Fred McTominay. Yeah. Oh, we're seeing Fred McTominay. Yeah, we are, definitely. 
It's, it's, it's worse than last season. It yeah. is worse than the last game. We lost 4 0 to these Donnies a couple of months ago with a much better team out. Yeah. So, what does that tell you? Man, I'm so depressed about it. It's just fucking boring, isn't it? Yeah. This, this is, this is why, you know, this is why I get shit all the time for being a miserable bastard. But if you're somebody who commented this, this summer and was like, Ten Hag's cooking, we're going to sign Dion, we're going to sign Bebe, we're going to spend 300 million quid and win the league. This is why I don't get excited because he let you down every single summer. Every every season and every summer, there is no, you know, respect to anyone that's more optimistic than me. But there's no reason to be about this football club. I think there's no evidence in the past ten years that suggests we're serious. The ever. thing is, like, I think this is what the Glazers bloody love. I think fans, nobody wants to think their club is shite and going to do shite. Fans seek the slightest bit of optimism and will blow it out of proportion if that's all there is. You sign Malassi yeah. and everyone will be like, oh, he's got to be. Bloody, he's going to be one of the best left backs in the world. Like, oh, Ericsson, oh, he, oh, he's absolutely classic. Like, they just try and kind of blow up their yeah, players. Yeah, they try. Yeah, but I don't bother anymore. Yeah, exactly. I think. I'm I think the older now. you get, the more seasons of disappointment that you have, the the, the more hurt that you've well, had you, during you the season. You expect nothing. In, in my eyes, lad, like if you expect nothing and we get top four, brilliant. Yeah. If you expect top four and we come fifth, you're going to be upset. So what's easier? Just expect nothing, because like I said, there's no evidence to suggest. And people will say, oh, we've got Ten Hag and we've got this great young manager. Louis van Gaal was very highly rated when we got him in. He's a very well... Jose Mourinho, even though he got sacked at Chelsea, was still one of the most sought-after managers in the world. You know what I mean? It's not like we've been appointing bums for the past few years, apart yeah. from all that in Ranić. But um, like David Moyes. Well, even, yeah, well, I wasn't going to put him in the same bracket as van Gaal and, and Mourinho, obviously, but he's a good young manager, man. He'd done a lot of good things. Yeah. So... This is the thing. We've had so many top managers in the world and every single time we don't fund them enough and fail them. So why is it going to be any different? Nothing has changed. Murta's come in. Arnold's here instead of Woodward. But ultimately, who still pulls the strings? The fucking cancerous glazers at the top of the tree. So nothing is going to change. People like Murta Madness, Richard Arnold, this is better than Woodward. Everything they do has to be sanctioned by their daddies upstairs, which it's the same. You might know a bit more about football, but if the Glazers don't want to give us 80 million quid to write off the pay for De Jong and write off his wages, they're not fucking getting it because it's not like another football club like a Chelsea where they had that uh, Marina there or, you know, um, an Arsenal where they've got Edu who pulls the strings as sporting director or PSG with Leonardo. They, this, they, they are still Glazer puppets. They don't have enough control over the football club. And until that changes, um, we're never going to be a serious club. It, it's, this is what I mean. Man United is so bad for mental health. We're trying to preview the Brighton game and I've just gone on a rant about why the club's fucked. I'm yeah. sorry. But I mean, that's it's the first game of the season and we're completely unprepared. So, you know, you're completely entitled to no, feel I've got, like no, I've got no optimism, man. I'm yeah. not excited at all. I've not watched a single full pre-season game. Our fans, if you're 12 years old, fair enough, but there's 20-odd-year-old, 20, 30-odd-year-old men getting excited over a £12 million left-back from fucking Feyenoord. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's looked good in pre-season. But we've not just San Roberto Carlos. He's a fucking... He's a left-back. He's yeah, a left-back, man. Yeah. That's how bad it is that you're even saying... You probably say then, I think you said, well, Malassia in because it's a new signing. It's exciting. So, we're, you know... Well, and Luke Shaw's over, had not got the fitness. Yeah, no, no. But people are that gassed over... People are putting Malassia in their starting 11s just because they want to see a new signing play. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's mental. I mean, when, yeah. I, I'm not one that's got completely lost, lost in the source. But yeah, I just put him in because of... You know, Luke oh, Shaw's no, I get that. Injured, but... but yeah, people are gassed over a left back. Who, yeah, you know, so I'm going to name the starting 11. I think we're probably going to agree. 
on on it anyway. So you just tell me yeah, if you, you disagree. You, just, you name yours and I'll tell you. If so De Gea, Malassia, Maguire, Varane, Delo, Fred and McTominay, uh, Bruno, Rashford on the left, Sancho on the right, Marshall up top. It's so shit. Yeah, but do you, but is that the same as yours? Uh, I think Martinez might play instead of fucking Varane, to be honest. But apart yeah. from that, yeah. And, and I score. Put on... Yeah, I don't care, mate. I put Rashford on the right, to be honest. I put Rashford on the right. That's interesting. Well, just because he hasn't played... Said... Sancho's played on the right pretty much every single season. Oh, has well, I've, I've not watched him, so we'll yeah. be able to <laughs> It's just because they're both better on the left and Sancho is a better player than Rashford. Yeah. That's the only reason. But whatever. It doesn't matter anyway. We're fucking pony, no matter where they play. We've got a guy who couldn't get a game for Sevilla playing up front for the next season. Yeah, true. And um, um, so, score prediction. Be good, lads. Score uh, prediction. One Boring one all, mate. I've gone two on United. How how very do you, do you know what I mean? It's it's bad. It's a bad deal when we're playing Brighton and Hove Albion at home, and two ones an optimistic prediction. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got them to about we're gonna get Champions League football, didn't you? On your prediction, so yeah, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, they're a better team than us. Yeah, they're a better footballing team than us. Um, yeah. And- so- so I think that's it for the kind of we're, we're to end. We're going to discuss some of the questions that we've had so from some of the, the listeners. If you want to get involved, you can do um, by you know giving us a message on any of our, our socials on get uh, on, on TikTok, TikTok maybe I say yeah TikTok's what we want to push, isn't it, to get this podcast out there mo- yeah. ma- mainly. So um, I'm just double checking the username because I didn't know if I forgot it. Devil in a detail pod on TikTok. We'll post a video probably of some kind every... So, by the way, sorry to go off topic, but the new upload schedule is going to be Tuesdays now, isn't it? Yeah. So every Tuesday, you're going to have a podcast every Tuesday morning. So we've watched all the weekend's games, Monday night footballs, probably on whilst we're recording, whatever. But one game missing is fine. But every Monday afternoon, one of us will post a, t- a TikTok on that page asking for your questions. Get your questions in. Don't even have to be a question, just something you want to talk about. Uh, or want us to touch on and if we think it's decent and ridiculous like some of the comments we've got today then we'll touch on them so yeah get over to the tiktok and follow it in general because there'll be clips of this going out um yeah thanks so the first question is from eno big up eno it was a uh, the player that will surprise the most in the okay. season so you, do you want I'll to go, go ahead? Go yeah, okay. So this is why I said I feel bad putting Leeds 19th because I like the signings. I've got two. I'm going to speak more about one than the other. Um, but this is my main one. Tyler Adams, I think, is a very good signing from from Leipzig. He's, he's industrious. He's got very. I've looked. I've watched him play obviously a fair bit in the Champions League. I've seen him play against United. He's, he's, he's he gets around. He's busy. He presses a lot. He's got very good interception and blocking stats. Is is passing stats are decent as well and he actually carries the ball well for a defensive midfielder so I think he could surprise a few you know United were linked to him not that long ago for good reason so I think he could be one that's going under the radar and my other one it's not exciting Nathan Collins I mentioned him earlier I think he's very good I think he in a couple of years he could be in a top seven European team of some sort he's a very good young centre-back so I think that's a good signing for Wolves for only 19, 18 million quid as well I think that's a very good signing. So they're my two. Not very, not you know, not the most exciting. But I'm not going to pick someone I've never seen playing bullshit yet. So that's who we've got. Yeah, for me, I mean, it's a very well-known player. I did say I would come back to the, would come back to him. Um, I forgot about this. Yeah, it's DCL, uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Um, I think he missed a lot of games last season. 
um, because of his he had a fractured toe, so it's not like a re- reoccurring injury. I mean, what a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. To be fair, the amount of games that he missed with a fractured toe, it's like was significant. A chunk. lot. Um, yeah. But only got five goals uh, last season. I think with Richarlison gone, I think he's obviously Everton are going to be heavily relying on him for goals, and I think he can yeah. step up to the mark. And if I was going to say another, like another bold claim to do with DCL, that um, oh, he would he would find himself getting an England cap again next season. No way. Well, that's a bold not claim. In a not in a competitive game because Abraham. And yeah, Jordan. not competitive, probably not. But you know, in in, in one of the friendlies, I'm not even going to say he's going to get twenty goals or something. So it's better than that. No, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think that's he'll get fair. I think he'll be better than he was. He has to be, surely, because he was awful last season. Yeah. It's a bit make or break for him, this, because he was getting linked to United Arsenal a couple of years ago, 50 million quid, and he's just an average Premier League mid-table striker now. So we really need to... I think this could be it for him this season. If he's poor, I reckon he could be done. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, if he's poor, Everton have got a great chance of going down because they yeah. they say they're going to be so Not reliant goals on him. from fucking Alex Awobi, are they? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if up. he has a terrible season and they go down, what Premier League side would yeah. want him? Maybe ones that are just getting promoted, but none that are, you know, have a none that are certainly not top half. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So another question from AFC underscore Bob. Um, would would I accept United finishing lower in the table if you see progression and um, and like implementation of uh, like Ten Hag's Flavos? Uh, Philosophy. What are you try to say? Yeah. I you said try to fluorescent or something. Then. <laughs> um, Mate, yeah. Um, no, is my answer. Um, yeah. Purely because I don't care. We, we we have to come top six. Like if anything worse than that, the football's not been that good. Because Bob's saying if you're seeing signs of it, well, if it's working to any degree, we're not coming outside the top six with the level of squad we've got. So my answer is no for that reason. But if we did come seventh, I wouldn't want to sack him, but I wouldn't be happy with it in the same breath. And the main reason it's not going to be good enough is because if we come seventh or something, no one's going to want to sign for us. I don't care if people want to say, well, this is Man United we're talking about, biggest club in the world. We can already see already the drop-off with players that don't want to sign for us. It's a thing. It's happening now. It's, it's, It's become a thing now where, like, when City and Liverpool were first winning the league again, people will probably still pick United over them, but there's no way that's happening now. Yeah, unless probably, of course when Europa and finish seventh, like getting the Champions League somehow. Yeah, but for me that that doesn't show progression now. That doesn't show progression. That just shows doing well in a tournament that's way below how where you should be for the quality of squad you've got. It doesn't show progression. Yeah. Really, I know we won it under Mourinho, came second the next season, whatever. But we got to the final of it last season under Rolly. Look how we did in the league this season. It's not a showing of progression. It's luck of the draw. It's much easier to win cups. We've got a much bigger squad than 99% of the clubs in there. And the thing that's the bread and butter at the end of the day is the league. So we could win the Carling Cup and the FA Cup for me. But if we come eighth, it's a shit season because that's what gets your money. That's what gets your players. That's what we care about. Do you get what I'm saying? I do, yeah. I, uh, although I do disagree. I, I would I would take seventh. I say take seventh so like I'd be thrilled. But I would accept seventh. Um, obviously, it's a low bar. Saying we get a lower position, it started sixth. If we came like fourth or whatever, yeah, I'd accept a lower position. But the fact we came sixth, yeah. I, I would only accept seventh. Anything lower than that, that's that's silly. Um, yeah. But I think the biggest thing for me, as the question said, is I want to see a style of play next season. Like even under uh, when Ralph Ranyet came in and everyone was talking about you know 
Ralph Rangnick's system. When we played against the big opposition, we would we would play really defensive football and like try and hit them on the counter attack as if it was like yeah. Oli football. What I want yeah. to see next season, and the, much like Klopp in his first seasons, where he took some absolute batterings, but yeah, they did he, really, yeah. he played the same way no matter if he played against City or if he played against. Um, like whoever, or if he played against like Norwich or whatever, he played exactly the same way. That's what I want to see from United next season. I want to see yeah. to play the same way, not play pragmatic, uh, pragmatic football, changing uh, the way we play the uh, suit in the opposition. I want to see was it don't don't matter if we take beatings. I want to see us play against City the way we play against Bournemouth, and you know playing the same style of football against better teams is going to be valuable experience for going on to next season so i think that is yeah, more important yeah, for me mm, than the position in the table because then i think come the end of the season we'll probably say okay these players aren't good enough or these players don't fit the system but we've seen a style of play we know the positions that we need to uh to, to sign more players to to feel that to in over like two or three transfer windows we'll have a a 10 hag team and then we can judge him and have higher expectations in terms of yeah we need to get top four or whatever but for me that style of play is something that we've we've lacked for so long and that for me is more important than say league position um and next yeah, season no, I, do, I do get that I, I do get that um yeah I just I, like I said the main worry for me is you can implement all you want if you're finishing seventh or eighth in the league you're not signing the top caliber of players which is what we need to get us to that level yeah Unless Ten Hag's an unreal man manager and can elevate, you know, mid-table players to Champions League standard, which he might be able to. You know, Klopp did something similar to that at Liverpool in his first few seasons, but we don't know if that's possible. So just for that reason, I think, you know, look at the level, and no offence Arsenal fans, but look at the level of players Arsenal have signed the past few years, really, other than like Partey. You know what I mean? They've not yeah. been world beaters. So, yeah, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if we finish sixth, and played good football, and we could see some. I would be much happier than I would be than I was at the end of last season, finishing sixth. But I just, I, I don't know. I, like you have to see some kind of results on the pitch as well. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And finally, to round the podcast off, we've got a question from Stones the Goat Three. Um, will this <laughs> be the year that City win the Champions League because of uh, Haaland? Um, so I'll go. I mean, okay, go on. Yeah, so they they have they have the probably the strongest squad in in the world. But I mean, Real Madrid are, are yeah. up there as well. Mm-hmm. I think every season the they're like the the favorites. Literally every season the favorites all round about the favorites. Um, yeah. And I think this season is going to be no different. They've strengthened, like we said, the only areas of weakness. And even with that. <laughs> Just because it's in the Champions League, and I don't, you know, I don't want them to. I'm going to say no, even with that. Yeah, um, I don't think they will. Either. Yeah, what? Yeah, you don't think they will either? No. No, no. I know we said they've done well with signings and Haaland and Alvarez are very good, but Sterling leaving is going to leave a massive level of experience at that level in knockout stages, getting you know scrappy goals and stuff. So even though Haaland is very good, I think that will hurt them a bit. I think that I think that could be a big big miss for them to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Again, it's one of those things. I just think it's written in the stars that Pep's never going to win it for them. Yeah. It's I, not too much science based. I just think in cup competitions in Europe anyway, 
Real Madrid, Liverpool, Bayern are all better in knockout games because Pep overthinks and fucks it up for them. Yeah. We... So I'm going to say no as well. But oh, again, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they do because they've got the most expensive squad, the best manager in the world, and the biggest squad in the world. So you should be fucking winning it. It'd be a failure if it'd be a failure of a project if Pep doesn't win that. I don't care. He could win five Premier Leagues in a row. It doesn't matter if you don't win that Champions League. It's a failure for me. Yeah. So no, and I hope you don't as well. Starts yeah. to go. Yeah. So that's a good one to end on. City not winning something. Yeah, it's a little positive note after being so miserable about our club for an hour. Exactly. Nice to, nice to take the piss out of the club that's won two Premier Leagues in a row and gets the Champions League finals every season. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's a little comforts in it every yeah. cloud. Well, you've got to, haven't you? You've got to. Yeah. What? Yeah. But yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, um, Devil in the Detail podcast on TikTok. Go and put your questions in there. I appreciate you. We'll be back next week on Tuesday after United have smashed Brighton 3-0. <laughs> after our fucking 2-1 romp of Brighton and Hove Albion at the Theatre of Dreams. Yeah, and it's looking good. Yeah, so I appreciate you guys for, for listening, for watching, however you're, you're consuming the podcast, and we'll see you guys consuming. next week. <laughs> Sorry, that makes it sound like it's a piece of toast or something. <laughs> consuming. See you later, everyone. See you, bye-bye.